the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. UTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. The U.S. and Canada deliver armored vehicles to Haiti. The equipment was bought by Haiti's government and flown in Saturday on U.S. and Royal Canadian Air Force aircraft to the capital of Port-au-Prince to help police fight a powerful gang. The equipment arrived more than a month after one of Haiti's most powerful gangs surrounded a fuel terminal and demanded the resignation of Prime Minister Ariel Henry. Demonstrators also have blocked roads in major cities to protest a sharp rise in fuel prices after Henry announced in early September his administration could no longer afford to subsidize fuel. Rhonda Rockstra reporting. For months, Elon Musk of SpaceX has expressed interest in creating his own version of China's WeChat, a super app that does virtually everything. He says his purchase of Twitter is going to move it along quickly. This is SRN News. Eric Metaxas sees chaos in the economy. I think your average person looks at the landscape and says, this is madness. We are printing money. It's like the Fed and company are trying to destroy America. I I wouldn't do this. This doesn't seem like sound business practices to me. The Eric Metaxas Show. Overnights at 3 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280. The Patriot. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday afternoon. Check out Sideline Sanity. The former NBC Sideline reporter, Michelle Tafoya, is the host of a hard-hitting podcast that focuses on pop culture, politics, and world news from Michelle Tafoya's unique perspective. Listen at SalemPodcastNetwork.com or watch each episode on YouTube. High of 43 degrees today with a low of 28 tonight. Sunny with a high of 36 tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering, go flight. Master control, go flight. Studio engineer, go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280, The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. It's hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. 
You can also uh, check us out on Facebook. Just do go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and we do have the live stream up and running of the broadcast today. And as always, appreciate you tuning in. Yes, for the first time in a few weeks, I am back live and in studio on a Sunday afternoon, so good to be back with you. Uh, like I mentioned the last uh, few shows, it is going to be Guestapalooza from now until the Sunday before Election Day because, well, Election Day is upon us, uh, T-minus, uh, if my math is correct, 23 days until Election Day. And joining us in studio right now is Minnesota State Senator Roger Chamberlain. He is seeking re-election, though in a slightly different district now. It is the new Minnesota Senate District 36, which includes his home area of Lionel Lakes, as well as uh, Centerville, Circle Pines, Vadness Heights, White Bear Lake, North Oaks, and uh, White Bear Township. Did they get all the uh, cities right, Roger? Birchwood and Jim Lake. Birchwood and Jim Lake as well. well. Roger Chamberlain, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network, sir. Good to have you on. Good to see you again, Brad. So how goes the uh, re-election campaign? Again, as I alluded to, a little uh, different district, but uh, you're getting to know some of the new constituents in your area, Roger Chamberlain? Yeah, I kept about 85% of the district, so I was pretty fortunate in that. Okay. I lost uh, Hugo, which was the big chunk, and a little bit of Blaine in Lexington. Picked up Vandis Heights, Jim Lake, Birchwood, and the, a small slice of White Bear. So not completely new. Um, the only t- real new places were Vandis Heights and Jim Lake and Birchwood. But as I, we were talking before the show, that's where I door knocked first starting in June, covered those areas myself, and then our volunteers and team have been through another time or two as well. Okay, fantastic. Well, obviously getting out there and uh, meeting a lot of the same constituents you already represent, plus a few new ones as well. Uh, I, I I asked this of all of the candidates, and the answers are pretty much the same, so we'll see if they're the same with you. What are some of the top concerns you're hearing from voters this cycle, Roger Chamberlain? I bet I can guess what they are, but I'll let you convey that. Well, it's not uh, what the what our opponents and the Democrats would have you think. Um, they'd like to distract from the big things on people's minds. There's a lot of important issues to, to deal with, but uh, obviously the top three are uh, historic, out-of-control crime in, mm. in the state, um, the historic record inflation, well, historic inflation stuff we haven't seen since the 80s. And now Minnesota is in a, uh, technically in a recession. And then finally, the uh, sad state of affairs for our public education system. Um, that's a big deal, you know. And uh, there's a few one-offs here and there. But obviously those are on top of people's minds because it impacts them daily every time they buy gas, go to the grocery store, or they see the news about Minneapolis and sadly, uh, with their children and the constant um, uh, uh, pounding from the Minnesota Teachers Union. Yeah. Now, obviously, you, you live in a uh, live in an area. Certainly, uh, you're, uh, the area you're in not as impacted, say, by the public safety issues Minneapolis and St. Paul. But yet, a lot of your constituents probably work in those areas. So, obviously, that would be a concern for them as well. Uh, do you? I know. It's funny, I, I was uh, reading one candidate who was uh, running for a seat in uh, Wright County, our good friend uh, Walter Hudson, mm-hmm. and he's he had some people tell him, he says, well, come on now, Wright County, certainly public safety shouldn't be in the number one issue out there. I mean, you're not getting as a big a crime problem as out there. It's The insinuation was, if it's not affecting you, you shouldn't worry at all about it, Roger Chamberlain. But last time I checked the way the legislative process works, you do make a policy that would uh, possibly have a helpful impact at this point. Well, that's absolutely correct. And uh, the other thing, too, is that 
the stuff doesn't stay there. Right. I have a friend and constituent um, in Lionel Lakes. In a two and a half week period, they saw quite a bit. Now it wasn't some of it wasn't right in their backyard. They're walking into a store in Roseville and out runs some young men with a cart full of stuff, stealing it. Uh, wow. They uh, were driving home with their daughter. This was with their daughter. Mm-hmm. Driving home with their daughter up 35E. The, um, the uh, what do you call them? The um, street racers roared by him. Oh, okay. About 100 wow. miles an hour. Oh, my gosh. Um, staying in St. Paul one night, went to pick her up. Somebody had their catalytic converter taken in the short time they were there. And then finally, in their own neighborhood, uh, one of the their neighbors on the home cam uh, had their home cam uh, catch several people 2 a.m. in the morning checking for unlocked cars in the driveways in the neighborhood. So the stuff doesn't stay there. Right, right. It goes other places. Once they've wrecked the two cities that they're in, they move out and find other areas to go. So it's not isolated, and the legislature does care about this because the policy, we make policy affects impacts the whole state. Yeah, and obviously it's easy to identify a lot of the issues that are on the minds of Minnesotans. I mean, they're telling you this, and plus we're experiencing it ourselves. So that being said, uh, if voters are looking to make a change, maybe uh, flip the House to uh, Republican control, keep the Senate in Republican control, and possibly you know statewide offices, they're going to want to know what are going to be some of the ideas that you're bringing to the table. So, Roger Chamberlain, if you're asked that, what are some of the ideas that you're bringing to the table to combat this uh, public safety issue? What are you and your Republican colleagues telling them? Well, you know, to be honest, it's hard to get into too many details talking to folks, but there's a lot of things that we proposed in the last several years in the legislature. There were the ref- there were reforms that were necessary and agreed to by uh, – uh, police and associations and attorneys, et cetera. Sure. And then um, there are others. I mean, we need to we need to recruit and retain cops and police officers across the state. Right. We need to ensure that um, that pro- that uh, prosecutors are prosecuting, and we need we hope and try to ensure that the judge are sentencing. And what we've seen happen in a couple of counties, as you are aware, with Brad, is that. They decided not to prosecute certain crimes. Right, right. And in other areas, Minneapolis-St. Paul, they were short of cops before. They're even worse now. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's there's no deterrent. So there's several things we can do on a policy level to help uh, encourage and support law enforcement, uh, give the community access and support and understand what prosecutors and judges are doing, and um, just trying to reincent things and change uh uh, sentencing guidelines and change the way that board is structured as well. So there's a lot of things we can do to positively impact it. But most importantly, something we can't do, but we can talk about all the time, is you have to have an attitude that police are important in our in our society and our culture. We can't believe that bad people don't exist and they're not. They're just going to behave. Right. Right. It's obvious they won't. So we have to be able to support police officers, well-trained professional police officers, and they have to know that they're going to be supported and um, helped out during their career if they're going to be working somewhere. Yeah, now, uh, yeah. on the other end of that, I mean, obviously, and, and no one pretends like there aren't, you know, and people hate this phrase, but it's true, aren't some bad apples within the, within the police force. Right. And so, therefore, citizens have concerns regarding that as well. Well, where is the accountability for police officers if they do 
run afoul of the law. I mean, everybody saw what happened with George Floyd. There was nobody that <laughs> agreed that that was a good thing or the proper thing or proper procedure. And Derek Chauvin, Minneapolis police officer, right. was prosecuted accordingly. But mm-hmm. does that ever come up in conversation where people have concerns that, hey, law enforcement isn't exactly squeaky clean in some of these areas, Roger right. Chamberlain? Yeah, well, I think everybody understands that. I mean, if no matter what career you're in, right, you know, remind me what you do. All right, crunch numbers. So. <laughs> so number there's cruncher. bad number crunchers out yeah, there, right? Yeah. There are there's bad plumbers and there's bad uh, truck drivers, but most of the uh, professionals out there do a good job, right? They want to do a good job, and that's what they do. And the same with law enforcement, same thing. But look, most law enforcement agencies agencies don't have the problem that Minneapolis St. Paul had. Believe me, you know, I mean. The Democrats have been in charge of that city and those cities for decades. Right. Those are their police departments, their police officers, and, um, you know, uh, it's, you know, that's part of something. But most cops are just like anybody else, good, hardworking folks, mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, brothers and sisters, neighbors and friends. Uh, and most, vast majority of them are doing a good job and obviously a very difficult Hard job, right? Even in normal times, but um, uh, even more so now. So, yeah, there are some some out there that aren't good, but the vast majority are very good and very uh, professional and want to do a good job. Joined in studio right now by Minnesota State Senator Roger Chamberlain. He seeking re-election, uh, this time in Minnesota Senate District 36, the new Senate District 36, which includes, again, Lionel Lakes, Circle Pines, North Oaks, Vadness Heights, White Bear Lake, Gem Lake, uh, Birchwood, uh, uh, do I, I think I have uh, White Bear Township in there too, Roger yep. Chamberlain. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, uh, and again, I was uh, telling Roger off air, you know, I, I work in the Vanness Heights area, was running some errands the other day, and saw a few uh, Roger Chamberlain for State Senate uh, signs there. And uh, Vanness Heights, if I know anything about it, not exactly ruby reds. So, and again, again, I know lawn signs don't win elections, but that uh, certainly is a... Uh, not a, not a bad sign, Roger Chamberlain. Uh, I know you're not taking anything for granted. You're still out there putting right. in the work, but uh, right. definitely a good sign uh, for what's to come here. Right. I, um, like, uh, a lot of what happens out there is beyond our control, beyond my control, but uh, there are things that we can control, and one thing we can control is the work we do on the ground. And um, when I was walking, I started door knocking in Vandesite uh, in June. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, when it was hot and muggy and everything out there, now it's now you get to wear a hat and gloves. But yeah, right. It's it was very positive in Vandis Heights, and it's been very positive the last several weeks out door knocking across the district as well. Um, I had to, if I have a second, I had to put a plug in. Of course, the the at, at every level, the team has been great. The Senate Victory Fund, the teamwork and the planning and the support has been great. Uh, with volunteers and paid staff and fundraising at the local level in our uh, local political unit. The BPOU members have been – our BPOU, I'm, I'm biased, but it's great. It's a wonderful BPOU. They've stepped up parades and and door knocking, lit dropping, everything. So all across the board, uh, they've been – it's been a great team effort. And then, of course, my wonderful bride who retired this last uh, April – She's uh, jumped in and helped with a lot of stuff behind the scenes as well. So great, wonderful support. I've been blessed. Our entire team, both the House candidates, myself, been blessed with great support 
from top to bottom throughout the campaign. So I wanted to make sure I said that. Because we don't do this on our own, do Oh, we? no, definitely not. This is yeah. a team effort. Exactly. And it's about a cause, not just about Chamberlain or Gunderson or, or Ingen or any particular candidate. It's about a cause and a belief and, a, and what we believe are good things for this community, and we have solutions for them instead of just rhetoric and fear-mongering. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And we do have the live stream up and running on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. If you'd like to chime in there, leave a comment or question. Again, joined in studio by Roger Chamberlain, Minnesota State Senator running for re-election in Senate District 36. Back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. In today's world, is it possible for you to make a solid retirement plan, one that's unshakable? The answer is absolutely yes. Hi, I'm Dale Tondrick. In my new book, Unshakable Retirement, you'll learn my time-tested strategies to make your retirement secure. Methods I've been using with my clients for over 20 years. Contact me and I'll send you a free copy of Unshakable Retirement. And also tune in to my retirement and income radio show Sundays at 11 a.m. here on The Patriot. Give me a call at 952-401-1671. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Mike Gallagher, Midterm Projections. Here's what Newt said last night. The two most successful models, they use historic data. Both of them came in about the same number. They predict 44 to 46 seat gain by the Republicans in the House. Remember, when you get out of California, the Republican yeah. generic advantage is enormous. And in fact, in the swing states, even the Washington Post last week reported the Republicans are ahead something like 57 to 35 in the swing districts. What's your okay. Senate prediction? Plus three to plus seven on the Senate, plus 20 to plus 50 in the House. I hope he's right because it's our only chance to get this country back. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached and and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device.
I on the air? All right, I'm on the air. Couldn't hear myself for a second. Hey, sorry, folks. On air production meeting. <laughs> hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments and questions. And we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So be sure to check us out there. Gary, as always, says hi from War Road. Hi, Gary, back. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. And, of course, our good friend Wild Wilson chiming in from Texas. Always ends every message with God bless we Patriots America. Amen, Wild. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Uh, joined in studio by Roger Chamberlain. He, Minnesota State Senator, running for re-election in the new Senate District 36, uh, Lionel Lakes, Vadness Heights, White Bear Lake area. Uh, by the way, Roger, before I forget, uh, can you share with folks uh, your website? We know money's not everything, but it is important, and uh, it's str- uh, it's a uh, it's the stretch drive here of the campaign. So where can people find out more about your campaign? RogerChamberlainMN.com. I believe that's right. RogerChamberlainMN.com. If you Google Roger Chamberlain for State Senate, that'll should pop up pretty quick right at the top. Roger yeah. Chamberlain Min. Uh, well, the Google search is Alliance for Better Minnesota's bought a lot of space, so just Google Roger Chamberlain and Extreme, and it'll bring you. Oh, right wow. to, it'll bring you right to the Alliance for Better Minnesota's uh, website. Uh, now nah, you don't need that, folks. Uh, I've actually linked to it, uh, RogerChamberlainMN.com. I've linked to it at my blog, BradCarlson.org, in the post promoting today's show. Uh, it's a good drinking game, Roger Chamberlain. I know you're not. You're probably not much of a teetotaler. Maybe you are. I don't know. But if you want to play a drinking game, any yeah. advertisement. That talks about a Republican and uses the word extreme, take a drink. But be sure you have poison control on speed dial because, <laughs> seriously, that's the word of the day. Well, Every single Republican candidate, just plug in the name, so-and-so is too extreme for Minnesota. They, they, it, it's, it's, it's absurd. Well, it's a good point, Brad. They've got very few tools in their toolbox. And the biggest one they have is fear-mongering, anger, division, right? And it's the extreme thing. They don't have any new ideas, original ideas, no solutions. So as I was talking to you earlier, so what do they do? They steal ours. Right, right. Suddenly they don't want to defund the police, Roger Chamberlain. Amazing how that happened. Right. Now remember back in, was it, 1719, uh, well, when Waltz took up, right? First year Waltz was in. He wanted, him and the Democrats wanted to raise taxes by $12 billion Mm. to fund their programs, including, remember, people, a gas tax. Oh, increase. yeah. So then they take credit for reducing taxes. We stopped the taxes, plus we proposed and I we I proposed and we passed the first middle class tax cut in 20 years, mm-hmm. along with small business stuff and some other things. Uh, some relief for seniors as well. So uh, uh, we authored and passed the school funding increase in 21. Not him. They didn't offer hardly anything. Right. So- they don't have anything new, so Waltz is out there now claiming tax cuts and historic funding for schools and the uh, the uh, funding for police. Well, none of those are their ideas, none. So they steal ours when they don't have their own. We have solutions. We have ideas we look for. We want to support and empower people, free-thinking, free-spirited people, empowering parents and teachers, everybody across the board, allowing them to live their lives, Right. No, they have no solutions to that. No, we we hear that we hear that that's kind of the kind of the buzzwords, the buzz phrases, if you will. You know, we're going to fully fund our public schools. What what exactly does that mean? What exactly does that look like? It seems as though there there are never any meaningful cuts. 
at all to education funding and what that with what the Democrats consider a cut to education funding is a smaller increase from the year before mm-hmm. so they never define what does fully funding public education mean can, can you tell us what that means uh, Roger Chamberlain well, uh, what they mean by that well nobody can define that and um, they can't but what I can tell you is that uh, some recent polling and surveying that I heard about talking to some folks about 60% of the people surveyed said schools get enough money. Now, I think schools need money, they need reform, but uh, certainly uh, they don't need more mandates, more policies. They don't need that. And that's what the Democrats have proposed. Under Waltz, under Dayton and Waltz, and the Democrat control, schools have declined. We've gone from six, nearly 60% reading proficiency to under 50. On their watch, with the unions, that's what they've got. And they were in charge and did the funding for a couple of years. So what's fully funded? I don't know. But we've done our part to reduce mandates, empower educators and parents, and give them clean funding and focus on academics. Now, I have been reliably informed, Roger Chamberlain, mm-hmm. that uh, students missed barely any school, even when it was virtual online school. They were always checking in and uh, plugged in and engaged. This is what we've been told by the governor. They hardly missed any school. Uh, uh, we're not seeing that bearing out uh Kids way behind in reading and math proficiency. Uh, obviously, the emotional maturity, at that, particularly for elementary and middle schoolers, uh, definitely suffered uh, mental health issues off the charts. So we are we. I, I think we're just now starting to see the effects of the pandemic and shutting down schools and not allowing kids who you know talking about the virus statistically a less chance of acquiring the virus not vaccinated than adults who are fully vaccinated. We're finding that out now, mm-hmm. unfortunately, too late. So from that standpoint, uh, we're seeing a movement around the country in some areas where states are looking to fund students, not systems. <coughs> School choice has been talked about as the civil rights issue of our era, and I think it's been more expedited because of what happened during the pandemic. Is there anything that the Republicans are talking about maybe opening up, broadening choice for, for students. I'm not just talking about open enrollment. I mean, taking the tax dollars that are already allotted for them and bringing them elsewhere. Has that been something that's been talked about uh, by Republicans at all? Yeah, a couple things. One is uh, uh, Dr. Jensen uh, and Matt Burke, they have been talking about as part of their uh, education platform, empowering educators, um, giving choice to the, to the to the parents. I've supported that. Uh, for the last several years, chief authored the bill, um, and it has, here's the important thing, year over year, and especially this last year, support for school choice, for money following the kids, mm. is super majority level. Mm. It's 75 to 80% for non-white communities support for this plan. Amazing. And overall, it's in the 70s, which means, and when you, break it, when you broke it apart, that was... Uh, in the independents, the Republicans, Democrats, across the board, majority, supermajority support for school choice. And, you know, the schools, as I said, were getting, the outcomes were re, uh, declining even before the pandemic under Dayton, Waltz, the Democrats, and the union. So uh, we seek to support educators, improve their environment, improve the partnership between parents and educators, and empower both of them by stopping the mandates, repealing a lot of stuff, and just focusing on academics. Um, So there we have solutions and ideas that parents and citizens have asked for, that they support, and even educators. 
So we're in the wheelhouse. Uh, the Democrats, uh, all they have to, the, at least Waltz, all they have to rely on is screaming and yelling, using that E word on us, <laughs> and um, uh, then stealing our ideas and campaigning yeah. on them. I mean, literally, they're, those are our ideas. Yeah, and, and, and we're hearing this about the, how they cherry pick uh, Dr. Jensen's quotes about uh, cutting back on public school funding. Well, they're, they they say that they act like that's the be all end all. That's the only educational opportunity the kids have is public school. And what and, and if they expand and give context to the comments, like you alluded to, it's to allow the tax dollars to follow the students elsewhere. That doesn't mean cutting education funding. It's just to have the dollars follow them around. But yeah, again, these obfuscating messages that they're they're putting forth. Uh, uh, hopefully parents are seeing through this because parents, as we found out in Virginia in 2021, don't take too kindly to gubernatorial candidates telling them that they don't really uh, belong uh, belong in their decision-making for their kids' education, Roger right. Chamberlain. That they, I mean, Democrats in states still talk about that, about parents don't need that kind of role. Yeah. That the school's Crazy. in charge. The, teachers un- the head of the teachers' union in this state still supports those ideas that it's the teachers and the schools in charge of it. I will round this out by saying we fully support public education and educating our kids. Mm-hmm. We fully support teachers, but we don't support a system that has become over, help me with the word, bureaucratized, over-administrated. Uh, That's a good one. I like that. Okay. Over-administrated and burdened with a lot of stuff other than academics. Focus on academics, focus on the kids, improve those partnerships. And by the way, again, in 21 and 22, in 21, we proposed 3 and 2%, largest increase in 15 years. Mm. We ended up with 2.9 because the governor proposed one and a half. Yeah, right. The governor proposed a cut in education. So, um, To use their terminology. And the yeah, Democrats yeah. did. So we, we held to that. We, we held uh, off any new mm. mandates. We got academics, some academics, and in 2022, they left a billion dollars on the table. Now, some people may argue that was necessary; they, that was too much. But they left a billion dollars on the table. We were given that. We nego- We put on the table a billion dollars for special ed and no mandates and reading. Roger, we're short of time, but we have to Thank let you. you go. Roger Chamberlain, MN.com is his website, running for re-election in Senate District 36. Roger Chamberlain, thanks for stopping Thank by. Thank you very much. Line. Sorry to talk too much. Oh, appreciate it. Bye. Back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care, here to keep you firing on all cylinders. Often the size of the fish grows each time you tell the story. The roller coaster gets a little taller. And the starry night sky gets even starrier. That's because the magic of some Minnesota moments is hard to put into words. The memories that become part fact, part feeling, but 100% real. Plan your dream trip at ExploreMinnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota Tourism. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. 
Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school. Plus, all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And I get, um, thanks again to my guest, uh, Minnesota State Senator Roger Chamberlain, for stopping by, coming all the way down from Lionel Lakes to uh, share what's going on in the campaign. Obviously, the uh, Republicans have a uh, small majority in the Minnesota Senate, and one good way to keep that, well, <laughs> for the Republican-held seats to uh, win re-election. Obviously, that goes a long way, obviously, in keeping the majority, and we hope to flip a seat or two as well to really strengthen that majority. So uh, best of luck going forward, that is for sure. I mentioned our election night broadcast. Yeah, that is going to be taking place on Tuesday, November 8th. And the one thing that I've noticed about some election night broadcasts is, you know, there have been some Republican successes. I mean, I've been doing this broadcast since 2011. So election night 2014 and 2016 were great night, great nights for Republicans. Uh, 2012, 2018, not so much. 2020 was kind of mixed. But uh, when I think about the wave elections for Republicans, the more recent ones like 2014 and 2016, uh, we it seemed like we celebrated nationally, but not so much locally. Okay, particularly 2014, that was a huge wave election for Republicans where they strengthened the majority in the U.S. House and had a significant majority, flipped nine seats in the U.S. Senate. And we did flip the Minnesota House, but got bupkis, as always, for statewide races. And I'm hoping that we can turn that around this cycle. And when I say, you know, I say we, I say, you know, I 
you know, I typically vote Republican. I don't consider myself a, uh, a Republican. I'm a conservative voter, and I vote for a lot of Republican candidates, but I'm not above or beyond voting for a Libertarian candidate or a Constitution Party candidate. That's for sure. But I'm hopeful we can get pick off a couple statewide races, and a couple of candidates I'm unequivocally supporting are Ryan Wilson for state auditor and Jim Schultz for attorney general. <clears throat> and the attorney general's race... I, I've said from the outset is the best opportunity simply because, you know, Keith Ellison is a loon, all right? And despite 2018 being a Democrat wave year, he barely survived that open race. And it didn't hurt that he was running against Doug Wardlow, who, you know, himself was a flawed candidate. But uh, I bring this up because... Keith Ellison and his Republican opponent, Jim Schultz, had a debate this past week. And, Josh, I've got a couple of sound bites uh, that I'm going to be calling for here in a little bit. So if you can have those ready, queued up, I'll be calling for those in a bit. Really, uh, this is from the Pioneer Press, uh, kind of breaking down what the election, or excuse me, the debate was about. <clears throat> and essentially, this featured the two candidates uh, with abortion and crime as the top issues. Now, we just had on Senator Chamberlain, and he was exactly right. The Democrats really can't run on anything. And so they figured they're going to try to run on abortion. And every, so many ads I see, I mean, if I go watch a YouTube video, you have Alliance for Better Minnesota with their surrogate, subsidiary, whatever you want to call it, wrong for Minnesota. They have ads out against Republican candidates in the area you're watching the YouTube video. Like, you know, like I said, I work in the Vadnais Heights area. So uh, Roger Chamberlain is running for state Senate, and, you know, they just plug his name in there. Roger Chamberlain, too extreme for Minnesota. Roger Chamberlain will seek to ban abortion. Okay, and again, those of you who are, if there happen to be any independent voters out there and you're undecided who you're going to vote for, what offends you more that these far leftists think you're stupid or that they're lying to you? It, what, what offends you more? Maybe both. Because the fact of the matter is, and we've gone over this several times on the show, Republicans are not going to be able to ban abortion. Even if they get control of all of, the, of both chambers of the legislature and have the governor's office, they're not going to be able to do it. Okay, we've gone over this many times. In the 90s, Doe v. Gomez, Google it if you want, Doe v. Gomez, Minnesota Supreme Court case, decided that in this state it's a constitutionally protected right. And the whole reason for overturning Roe v. Wade was to leave the decisions with the states to make their own abortion laws. Well, it's already settled here in Minnesota. Now, the only reason it can be... it can be overturned if there's a case brought to the Supreme Court, but that's not uh, forthcoming as far as I know. Or if there is a ballot question to amend the state constitution, which, guess what? It's not on the ballot. So it's not going to happen. So they're they're being deliberately deceptive in saying so-and-so, they, they seek to ban abortion. And the Attorney General's office, even if could be done through the legislative process, say... There, what it, abortion was not a constitutionally constitutionally protected right here in this state. 
The Attorney General's office has bupkis to say about it. Okay? But yet, that's all Keith Ellison has. And I'll read from this uh, Pioneer Press story, kind of doing a recap of the debate. Uh, Women and everyone in the state can count on me to stand up for their rights and have a safe, legal abortion. Full stop, Ellison said. They can count on me. If they come to our state and they have an abortion here, I will defend their right to travel here and do what is legal here. If some other states try to extradite someone, I will oppose that. And this is all a bunch of garbage because Brett Kavanaugh, in his affirming opinion, overturning Roe v. Wade, specifically addressed that this is le- issue is to le- be left to the states. And therefore, citizens will be able to travel interstate and do what's legal in that particular state as pertaining to abortion. And he basically said, we, we as a Supreme Court affirm that right to travel from state to state. So Keith Ellison, literally, he's just talking tough here. And he's making it sound as though other states, like, say, for example, our neighbors to the south, Iowa, they have a pretty strict abortion law. Suppose someone, woman from Iowa travels here to have an abortion. And yeah, woman. I didn't say pregnant person. I said pregnant woman. What are you going to do about it? Suppose a woman, a pregnant woman travels here from Iowa to get an abortion. No one in Iowa is going to try to extradite them and, and, and charge them with a crime. The Supreme Court's already addressed that specific issue. But yet Keith Ellison is relying on voters being stupid or naive. And guess what, voters? Don't prove him right. Now, I get it. There are probably some voters, prog voters out there, who just want to bury their heads in the sand and let the narrative be perpetuated. Okay, I understand that those are out there, but I guarantee you they're preying on people who they think are naive or stupid. So uh, I do want to play one clip, a couple of clips here. Let's uh, uh, Crime, obviously, is going to be a big issue, and it's something Jim Schultz has run on from day one, and as he should. Okay, and Keith Ellison basically shot back at, at Jim Schultz saying, well, have you ever sat down with crime victims? You're talking awfully, awfully tough about it, but, you know, it's easy to do from your ivory tower. Have you ever talked to these victims? And uh, cut number one, Jim Schultz conveys a story. It's about a minute and a half long. About Yeah, as a matter of fact, I have. Cut number one. You know, Keith, I actually have sat with a victim. The victim was my sister. A man careened his car into her yard one morning. He was on chase with police. He was shooting out his back windows at police that morning. There was gunfire on her front lawn. It left multiple bullet holes in her home while she was there. Police officers had to rush in to get her out of the house so she wasn't hit by a stray bullet. I still remember her calling me crying that morning. I still remember to go meeting with the BCA that night with, with the, the tape all taped off around it. I have sat with victims. And frankly, Keith, I think, I think part of the reason why people are so disturbed is that despite seeing the incredible numbers of victims in our in our communities you have continually backed extreme policies that have led to the incredible violence on our streets you've supported defunding the police you've got behind low bail and no bail policies that have let out criminals that shouldn't be on the streets you've supported organizations like the minnesota freedom fund that have again let out minnesota criminals that should not be on our streets and so you can, you know, pretend to be incredible, capable attorney every day of the week, though I know many people in town would disagree with that. The fact is, Keith, you have the wrong priorities in the attorney general's office. Minnesotans need an attorney general's office that they can trust, that they can trust the judgment of our attorney general. Right now, 
We do, the Minnesotans feel like they cannot trust their attorney general to have appropriate judgment. They cannot trust him to tell the truth. And unfortunately, Keith, that is a, that is a fact and part of the reason why you've become so deeply unpopular in our state. Okay. Wow. Uh, Jim Schultz bringing the hammer out in that uh, particular debate, and he's exactly right. I mean, just look at look at some of the key endorsements. Right now, Jim Schultz has been endorsed by 37 Minnesota sheriffs. 37. Okay? Sheriffs don't typically, you know, jump into the fray like that. But they are, they are actually out there seeing firsthand the impact of crime in their respective counties. And now there are some rural county sheriffs that have endorsed Jim Schultz that certainly don't have the challenges of, say, Ramsey County or Hennepin County or, or Washington County. But they know of what they speak whereas what what are the what are the what are the endorsements that Keith Ellison is touting Hennepin County attorney Mike Freeman Ramsey County attorney John Choi okay guys who can sit in a nice luxury office and make decisions on whether or not they're going to prosecute criminals and what has Keith Ellison spent his time as attorney general? He spent more time trying to sue business owners who had the audacity to try to keep their livelihood going by opening up their small business during the pandemic because the government told them they can't open their business. He spent more time going after people like that, okay, than addressing the crime issue. And you want to talk about being out of touch? Uh, this is just about a 10-second clip. Cut number two, Josh. Uh, Keith Ellison talking about Minneapolis specifically in the crime issue. The fact of the matter is, uh, Mike, uh, with many, uh, Minneapolis is, is getting better every day, and I'm confident that we will challenge, deal with the problems that we have. We're confident we'll deal with the problems that we have. Ah, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. I've only been in office three and a half years. You know, I know, I, I, it's, but it's getting better. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Honest to God, how out of touch is that? So you, you have to acknowledge a crime problem in order to say that it's going to get better, right? But again, never forget that the Attorney General's office spent more time going after small businesses who had the audacity to try to reopen, to try to keep their lives afloat, their livelihoods afloat, okay, than he did addressing the crime issue. Okay? Don't forget that. And also accepting Bloomberg money. You know, the big gun grabber organization and working on behalf of some climate organization that Leonardo DiCaprio is a big part of. OK, that I, I don't think that those are the that climate change as much as progs would like to believe it is not the issue, first and foremost, on people's minds. So good for Jim Schultz. Uh, a lot of polls have him either in a statistical tie or ahead. And this is going to be one statewide race. The Republicans have a great chance to pick off. Ryan Wilson, auditor's race, same thing. Uh, Man, that'd be uh, quite an election night where we would be able to celebrate locally for a statewide race. Victory for Republicans since 2006. Hope it happens. Back with one final segment of this hour with me, Brad Carlson, the closer. 651-289-4488 if you'd like to weigh in on the broadcast. Back in mere moments. Don't know.
1280 The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Twin Cities attorneys, a partner men can count on. 952-209-2929. Online at CordellCordell.com. Offices in Edina. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. I'm Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I'm Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as Reserve Citizen Airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member and of... And I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am Air proud Air. to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. With me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N A R N Show for comments or questions. And we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to check in there as well. Leave a comment or question. As always, thank you for tuning in. Yeah, I'm back live in the Patriot Bunker. The previous couple of weeks, we had a uh, pre-recorded show. I had other obligations, but uh, finally back live and in studio. And uh, we are going to continue to have uh, local candidates on the broadcast like we have each of the past few weeks. So uh, definitely stay tuned. Uh, haven't uh, haven't 
have confirmed a couple for next week, but yeah, you're just going to have to wait till later this week to find out exactly who they are. Uh, continuing with some of the local races here in Minnesota, you know, I the the kind of the running theme I've had the past few weeks is how Democrats have been putting out ads and rhetoric and what have you, which secure winning leading campaigns wouldn't be putting out. I mean, you wouldn't need to feel you wouldn't feel the need to flat out lie about abortion like Democrats have been doing, saying Republicans will overturn abortion if they get control of St. Paul. No, they won't. They can't. Constitutionally, they can't because, you know, again, it's constitutionally protected right. So they can't. But you wouldn't feel the need to lie about that if if you thought victory was assured. And one of those particular races, and Mitch has done a great job covering this, is in Congressional District 2. Angie Craig seeking re-election. She, is in her sec- she just finished her second term in Congress, vying for third, and has a rematch against Tyler Kistner. She won that race by two or three points back in 2020. Very close race redistrict, uh, after redistricting. Uh, the district didn't change dramatically. Still a toss-up district as it was in 2020. Well, Angie Craig, you know, as Mitch alluded to, she's been running ads like in the morning, weekday mornings when you know people are watching the morning news since like April. It's like normally you save because those aren't cheap, but normally you save that until you know people are actually engaged in the process. But for some reason, Angie Craig felt the need to get out there and put ads out. Okay, telling you that she's worried about you know this rematch with Tyler Kistner. And I did find the ad, you know, Mitch was talking about this, and I had seen it before, and I did find it on YouTube, Angie Craig doing an ad, you know, when I get frustrated with Washington, I take my Jeep out on the back roads, you know, trying to tell us that she's, you know, out four-wheeling in some, because the the southernmost part of the second congressional district kind of bleeds into uh, rural parts of Minnesota, and so there are, you know, there are spaces where you can go four-wheeling, Right. And she's trying to tell us, ah, I'm a regular gal that just likes to go out four-wheeling. You know, I get frustrated with day-to-day junk just like you do. And then at the end of the ad, it's like, well, now back to Cottage Grove. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, yeah, I get, I like to get out to some of the rural parts of the district, but I'm, I'm still a suburban, I'm still a suburban gal too. You know, it just looked so awkward and so forced, kind of like these candidates on the Fourth of July who say, hey, happy Fourth of July, and they stand in front of this grill of all these meat on the grill but yet the grill's not on okay yeah you're not fooling anybody well i bring all this up to say that uh recently she put out an ad about how a lifelong republican is supporting her because all oh, that tyler kistner you know, he's too extreme there well except except this lifelong republican uh has actually voted democrat in the most recent elections, and oh yeah, he's no longer eligible to vote in Congressional District 2. Thanks to redistricting, he's no longer in the district. I'll just do a quick read of this. This is uh, from Fox 9. Uh, U.S. Rep. Angie Craig has made her bipartisan credentials a key theme in her rematch against Republican Tyler Kistner, one of the country's most expensive congressional races. In her latest ad, Craig gets an assist from a voter named Dave Vesladal of Nurstrand. I've been a lifelong Republican, but I won't stand for politicians like Tyler Kistner, Vesladal says in the ad's opening moments. The ad reinforces the words lifelong Republican with on-screen text, but this is not the whole story. 
Veseladal voted in the 2020 Democrat presidential primary, according to a voter file Republicans sent to Fox 9. In a statement from Craig's campaign, Veseladal said he voted for both Republicans and Democrats in 2020. For my entire vote, uh, adult life, I voted red up and down the ticket, he said. But the extreme views of today's Republicans... Extreme. Drink! The extreme views of today's Republicans, like Tyler Kistner and Donald Trump, changed that for me. I didn't leave the Republican Party. They left me. So you're going to vote with a party that says men can get pregnant. Huh. Uh, Not really understanding... Uh, how you're averse to extremism then. But anyhow, I digress. Minnesota isn't among the states that force voters to identify with the party when they register to vote. But in 2020, the switch from a presidential caucus to a primary came with a change in uh, in state law. So basically, one thing is clear. Vesladal can't vote for Craig this fall after redistricting. He now lives in Minnesota's first congressional district. Craig, of course, represents the second congressional district. So again, uh, this again, this isn't something that campaigns who are secure about their chances for victory will do. And again, this is a toss-up race. Some may call it kind of a bellwether, what have you. But uh, it's very clear that Angie Craig is doing a lot of things where she knows that she's in trouble. Will she ultimately lose? Time will tell, but... Uh, this was hilarious to watch, nonetheless. So, hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're looking outside of big corporate control. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something worth watching. The new Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. SNC is home to Dennis Prager, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Watch anytime on any screen, free 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179-800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached, and, and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger, and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can 
make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to DaybreakInsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's DaybreakInsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's DaybreakInsider.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.